Hello everyone, welcome back. Episode 5, look out. Hello. Ooh, hi. Ooh, how exciting. So today we're going to talk about um, probably a bit of a bugbear of mine. I know no one's used to me ranting and raving. <laughs> about how, and I think we do it to ourselves, but about putting people in boxes or putting labels on people and, and putting labels and putting ourselves in boxes. I think we do it to ourselves. And what made me sort of think of this was that uh, I was having a conversation with uh, a person I work with and they just made a very innocent comment. Um, or was it? Well, that's, yes, I, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt and say it was an innocent comment, but okay. for a good point, um, about how they wanted to submit me for something to do with related to my work um, because I don't look like everyone else in my field and the next question she asked me was oh do you still have your pink hair and then when I said no actually it's blonde at the moment she said do you have any photos of you with your pink hair because the idea was that I would be more successful in this thing that they were submitting me for um, because I was different to everyone else who would be submitted yeah for this thing mm. and that then made me sort of as I said, I'm going to assume it was innocent and that the intention was was good, but it did make me then, it took me aback a little bit and I sort of went, oh, am I just the weird girl with the crazy hair or... Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Or but we love you. <laughs> or am I the weird alternative girl or, you know, and I do. I know sometimes I, even I because I'm quite senior in my role at work and I walk into a room with a lot of a bunch of executives in a very corporate role and sometimes I do go oh that's right sometimes I forget I've got lots of tattoos and sometimes I forgot I forget I've got crazy hair and things like that and even I put those labels on myself like if you if someone said to me what's your style or something like that I'd be like oh well I'm a bit rockabilly or you know, oh, what sort of things do you like? Oh, I'm a bit nerdy and I love, you know, these sorts of things. But actually, I'm lots of different things. Yeah. Absolutely. And But what I am is Julia. And that's what I'd like to be known as. And that's what I'd like people to either like me or hate me for. I don't yeah. care. If pe people don't like me, that's fine. But at least it would be because I'm me, not because of a label or a categorization yeah. or whatever else. Yep. Labels lead to perceptions, don't they? People exactly. think that you'll be a certain way because you dress a certain way. Yep. Or you look a certain way or you listen to a certain type of music or you whatever, whatever the case may be. I mean, how many times have we heard of people, you know, being tried for crimes because they listen to heavy metal, so they must yeah. have done it and they must yeah. be Satanists and all this sort of stuff. Now... That's absolutely ludicrous, but we all do it. And, and I think we all do it. Even I will say I do it. I see people and I automatically put them into categories. And there's people that we all know in the circle that I've done that to on first, first meeting. I've gone, oh, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. We're not going to be friends. Yeah. Um, but then through certain situations where you're kind of forced to socialize, you go, oh, actually, we are friends. Yeah. And you do maybe find some common ground when you think that you won't. Yes. And judging, this is about judging a book by its cover at yeah. its essence. Uh, it really, is. That's isn't exactly it? what it is. Because you make the judgment and then you decide what shelf on the bookcase 
that, it goes that person on. belongs. Yep. So it's rather than take everyone at face value for who they are, yes, what they've achieved, uh, their positive and their negative traits, whatever that might be. Yeah. Rather than I'm going to judge mm. you based on the fact that from a stereotype you look like ABC. Yes. Or even before I judge you, let's have a chat. Yeah. That's a, but how often do we do that though? You know, like I think it's human human nature is to judge, right? Like mm. you you do, and and there's a reason for that. Is evolutionarily speaking, you know, it might be because you know your flight or flight re- fight or flight response is a valid thing, right? You you look at a you look at something, you make a snap judgment, and you run away because you want to live. Okay, that's fine. But this day and age, let's face it, making snap judgments about people, it's everyone's so eclectic now and everyone's so different and what used to be nerdy is now cool and what used to be cool like like you know big machismo men and all that sort of stuff is actually now on the out like you want you you know it's all political you got to be politically correct and and these big forceful men are actually on the out now you mm. know when that used to be the thing and and the thing of you know so it you can't do it these days so making those snap judgments everything changes and everyone comes around and it actually leaves you into very false assumptions about people. Yeah. And I think that was when we, when we were first talking, you made a really good point when we, when you were thinking about this. Good points, Julia, but just not very rare. (laughs) About, (laughs) about the three of us who are three, I would say very different women. Yep. Three different age groups. Um, different sort of lifestyles and different likes and dislikes yeah. and things like that. Fundamentally, lots in common, actually, but on the surface, quite mm. different. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, Wendy, you were sort of saying that... I was saying that like, we met through the fitness club and the level of there was our active wear because there was nothing to judge or perceive that someone was something because we did, they didn't have their mask or their costume on for us to judge each other by, so... You know, we all had tights and singlets and runners and sweat on. Um, so we just knew that we were obviously had the same interests and the same likes because we are in the same place. Yeah. So that was our common denominator. Um, so, yeah, sometimes it's just your, your costume or your outer shell that people are judging and judging maybe their worthiness to, to be your friend or to, to approach you because they're not cool enough to be associated with you or they don't feel like they're of the same mental or, or educational state to talk to people like you. So yeah. sometimes it's the other way around too, the reason people don't approach others is their lack of confidence. Very much so, very much I think that's very true. Like there's plenty of people where, I think like you said, I'm not I'm not cool enough to go and talk to that, but like, you know, yeah. I think we've all done that before. We've all been in a situation where we're like, um, yeah, no, that person's way too cool cool yeah, for me. <laughs> I'd love to tell them, but they yeah. laugh in my face. But yeah, but I think the thing is too, but you're right, because I know even from myself, um, because I, because this is not the way I dress and the way I look, sometimes I find, I find it quite intimidating when you're, you see someone and they're like gorgeous and they're, you know, the typical stereotypically just amazingly attractive girls. You're like, yeah, I'm not going to have anything in common with them, am I? Because, you know, look. Yeah. Look at and look how much, you know, they go to so much effort with their hair and makeup and all these sorts of things. 
And, and I think that is a bit intimidating to a degree because you go, oh, I'm just not going to possibly have anything in common with them. But again, surprisingly, and you're right, the fitness club is the great leveler because you're all in the same boat. Yeah. And, and you realise actually we do have things in common mm. and this person's really lovely and I really like talking to them. Or, or you, but you also realise the other thing. You're also like, this is the person I thought I would get on really well with, but actually, what a dick. yeah, they they just <laughs> what a suck. Yeah, they what a just mole. suck massive ass, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, sweaty ass too. <laughs> yeah, well, especially at the fitness club. Mm. But I think we've all been in that situation mm. where, yes, someone again appearances make you think someone's awesome. Yeah, this is my person, and it's like no. And then you're you're, wow, house. this person is not my person at all. They are in fact a dick. A dick. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, so I think one of the things that I suppose I'm trying to get at is, is for myself anyway, being the person I am, um, I get labeled quite a lot. Alternative is one thing that people use. Um, let's face it. Lesbian <laughs> is one thing people assume, yeah. people assume straight away, um, which don't really, I'm not offended by that. But it's a strange assumption to make on someone based on the fact that they've got short hair and tattoos. Mm. And that's the only thing to go by. Yeah, because yeah, essentially that's what it is. Because yeah. most of these people are making assumptions and feel they have a right to ask, yeah. just by the way, um, w- you know, after seeing me for two minutes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's very strange. But those are sort of the labels that we, you know, that mm. people give to me. Um, I think also probably a bit... Um, butch or one of the boys rather than kind of ladylike, you know. Yeah. But you're so ladylike. I know, I'm, I'm sorry. Such I'm such a lady. It's interesting that you've, I'm just thinking, it's interesting that you've experienced that because I would say, not that it has ever been said to me, but I like, I, I don't think I've experienced labeling really. Like I'm that's, not. That's interesting. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I like you can you can sit there and say, these are the things that people have asked me or presumed about me. I honestly don't think that I can that I can say that. The only the wow. only thing that I can recall that mildly is like that is when, like I was managing a health club years ago. And I was told by one of the young girls on reception when I was talking to her about a situation where the other, you know, reception staff were having issues with some of the procedures and it just wasn't getting done. But no one was coming to speak to me to say, yeah, right. Can you show me again how that's done? Like, what do we have to do? And she had said to me, I remember that's because everyone's afraid of you. Like everyone's intimidated by you. And you're like, oh, well, that's interesting. So I guess it's the same thing because my response would have been, well, if they would just come and talk to me, they would realise that, and and all through my corporate life, when I've been in a position of having to train people, has always been, I would rather you come and ask me 20 times than do it 20 times and get it wrong. Yes. Yes. Come and ask me again until you understand it because that might be, a problem from my end because mm. I'm obviously not explaining it well enough for you to understand what I want. 
but interesting and I think of so not from I guess from like a physical perspective have I had it but certainly from this you're intimidating yeah kind of you're like oh good well again but that's someone's that's someone else's issue. But is that because you spend a lot of time in a male-dominated field? I've always and, been and in a male-dominated to, field. I don't know, perceived to be a little bit stronger than a, a woman in Possibly. quotation marks, you well, know. Do you know what... Well, and this, and, and this is situation, and this has only happened in this situation where for the first time in my working career, I was working with women. Yeah. Until that point, like, I've grown up with three brothers. My mum was very strong and independent was is yeah. like my mum's still alive hi mum um or worked in construction for the most better part of my life so yes always surrounded by men so just rose to that occasion but dealing with brothers I just knew how to handle myself anyway it's yes. not like it was something foreign to me so the first time that I ever had to work with women I was like what the hell is this environment like and they were bitches oh. and like horrendous and so I just had no time for that either so I get how I get how probably they may have thought that I was well intimidating or strong-handed or whatever but I feel like to my defense at no point was I mean to anyone was I I just mean like you know get the job done kind of attitude yeah for sure in construction there's lots of procedures there's blokes just it's just going and get shit done. Give a man an instruction and often if, if they get the instruction, they can follow through. Yeah. yeah. Because they, they just need one instruction at a time and they'll do it. <laughs> Whereas girls are like, oh, shut up. I can shut do up, that. just yeah. let me do it. Like, yeah. I can do this. We've been doing this for ages this way, so just shut up. And I think, though, it's, it's interesting using the word intimidating because this was, again, part of the discussion I was having yesterday with this person I work with because the the whole topic of what we're talking about was women in positions of leadership in the area I work in. Um, And it's also a male-dominated area. And we were talking about the difference between men and women and about how women are ball busters, but men are guns. Yes, absolutely. You know, and women are aggressive and Mm. bitchy, but men are bulldogs and they're out there getting it all done. And it's really frustrating and the the word and she used a word of intimidating and I thought you know and I even even said this I said well look it's interesting using the word intimidating because people in some ways say oh well that's a compliment because you're strong and you're tough and it's like yeah in some ways it is but at the same time intimidating people is not a good thing like if people who are around you genuinely feel intimidated isn't that a soft word for bullying it's exactly right Mm. exactly right it is a soft way of saying i am terrified of you which is not a good thing now now whether that's their whether that's their perception whether that's just the way they're feeling about you or what have you is Mm. is all at that point almost becomes irrelevant and this is sort of part of the thing about labelling as well is because then the perceptions associated with that of, oh, look, this woman, this this girl who's, this lady who is our boss is now strong and she's talking quite directly to us and we're all intimidated by her, which means, right, she's a bitch and we're all terrified. Yeah. Those, those perceptions associated with that label of intimidating, strong, empowered, whatever, mm. actually lead to... Um, like detrimental things, you know, like people yeah. are terrified of you when there's no reason to be. Because you can imagine someone in that situation where you've got a group of employees who all think that 
and then a new person comes in, you know that they're all going to talk and of they'll course. be like, make sure that you watch yourself Just around. Just be careful. Yeah. Around Julia because, mate, she is a ball breaker. Yeah. And you don't want to do anything wrong. You can't, but like, you can't go and talk to her. Yeah. She's only going to tell you once. Yep. So you so better, you better get, it right. get it right. Yep. Which, yeah, and, is bullshit. And that's right. And, you know, the thing that comes across that I know I've experienced and um, I'm going to give Wendy a heads up because I'm going to come to you next. So think about where you, what you've been labelled with. Because she always needs a minute to think about these things. I'm just pretty. I'm the pretty one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of the things that happens with me is being labelled as alternative or um, rockabilly. Like, yeah. is people think that you are a little bit of a nutter. Mm. Like, you know, rockabilly has a bit of a thing of people being a bit rednecky and violent and aggressive. When it's absolutely not, it's actually just like people who like to get dressed up and listen to Fun some loving. pretty funky music. Yeah. Um, and if you ever go to a rockabilly festival, usually that most people are like over sixty. Yeah. Because they all like to do swing dancing. Yeah. Um, but and with alternative people, it's it's associated with these weird grungy things. And I am a horror movie, like horror movie. I've seen them all. I love them all. Good, bad, indifferent. I don't care. I will watch every single one of them. I love them all. Blood and guts. People think. You're a mental, right? They're like, seriously, why do you love all this stuff? Mm. But I do. I love it. But there's perceptions and, and stuff associated with those things that people make assumptions about who you then are. Yeah. That is and absolutely... your garden shed. That's right. That is... And they think I've got bodies in there. And well, it's got a lock on it. I mean, there is a padlock on it for a reason. I know, right? But, the, but what, I'm trying, what I'm getting at in a very, very long-winded way is that when we make those, when we um, add those labels to other people or even to ourselves, we put out there a perception. There are perceptions associated with that, and some of those are detrimental and actually not empowering to anyone. And men, women, old, young, doesn't matter. They're actually detrimental to who you are and to how you then interact with everyone else in the world. Yeah. Now, Miss Wendy, I will shut up for like 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, tell us. Have you experienced labelling? Yeah, people just think I'm a bitch. Because I've got a really good resting bitch face. Well done. <laughs> and, yeah. I love a good resting bitch face, I yeah. must admit. I mean, it isn't... It is... Go back to that word. It, is, it can be intimidating. Yeah. But I love good resting bitch face. I don't think you've got good resting I bitch face. I don't either. Like, I've never seen it. Maybe, maybe it's just because you don't use it around I us. don't use it around you guys. When do you think you, you use it? When, like, my very best friend from Geelong, when we met in hairdressing college and she... um. She said, the first time I saw you, I didn't like you because you just had a resting bitch face. I thought you were a bitch. I'm not like, well, I am, so get used Yeah. That's probably the biggest thing that I've ever been labelled. Like, you, well, we thought you were a bitch. You're so nice, but we thought you were a bitch when we first met you. Yeah. Resting bitch face, I think, is a good one. Because I, I think people do have it, and some people aren't aware that they have yeah. it. I used to work with this girl, and honestly the best resting bitch face I've ever seen in my entire life. Her natural state of being was just pissed off. Yeah. She was actually quite nice. Yeah, did have to get through a couple of layers, yeah. but she was actually quite nice. But same with her. People just were like, stay the hell away from her. Just look at her. And you would, it would be, you'd be like, I'm not going anywhere near this chick. So that that is one that definitely... But I don't think she realised... I was going to say, she probably was wondering why no one would talk to her. That's right. <laughs> you think it's a defence mechanism, though? Yeah, it is. For it's... some people. Yeah. But you just... Well, I often think, it, like, when I see the resting bitch face, 
like how sad that person must be like how bad is your life that 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 that, that is your go-to your expression your natural state is like just pissed off yeah. yeah and to not know it because i feel like you know whatever comes out outwardly is how you're feeling inside like you said it to me when i got here this afternoon yeah because i've just had a massive day like i literally have not stopped and you went oh like yeah how's your you just you've had enough haven't you you? and i went yeah and not that i had a resting bitch face but my face said to you you've had enough and you don't really want to be here yeah and i went correct no i'm done but i'm here but because that's how I'm feeling inside. Yeah. Because I've got inside, I've got nothing left to give right now. And and I think that you're right. I but think I'm here for the fans. That's right, here for the fans. And the cheese board. <laughs> that yes. I think though it is one of those things where it's really difficult to um, to hide. That's right. What you know your actual self. And I think so. I think you're right. I think some of it is a defense mechanism because it it probably keeps people at arms at arms length. Um, other people have different ones like. For me, I tend to be kind of sarcastic and loud, and that tends to push certain people. Like, people don't want it. People are like, oh, I'm not going anywhere near that. She's that's she's cray cray. That that's one. A, there's a lot going on over there. Um, <laughs> you know, but so we all have our own defense mechanism. That's right. So yeah. and and again, that adds to the labels, though, doesn't it? Because yeah. resting bitch faces again, people can stay away from her. Yeah. People like me, it's like, oh, she's a bit loud and obnoxious. You know, it, it's, and that's not actually, well, I hope that's not what I'm actually like, but it is a bit of a defense mechanism yes. and it's a bit of a play up. I think, I think it was you and Nikki said before about that we weren't wearing our masks. Yeah. And I think that's it. That's a really interesting thing too about the labels um, is you're not wearing your mask. Yeah. Um, and which often the resting bitch face, the being loud and obnoxious, the intimidating, the whatever, mm. all of those things often are you wear, like you wear your individuality like a shield almost. Yeah. yeah. You know, you put it out there for everyone to see. Mm. Um, and then there's other people who do the opposite. They they retreat into conformity and uniformity as their mask. Yeah. They're just like, oh, I'm not standing out in any way, shape or form because yep. I don't want I don't want to have those labels on me. But the pressure of that yeah. too. Oh my God. All the pressure much. of having to feel like, And I would think for the most part that's in a work environment, but I'm guessing that it can happen in a family environment as well. It would happen in every environment, yeah. You're you're turning up having to be the person that the environment expects you to be or behave or to not even have a glimmer of your own personality. Oh. Like, I, I just, I can't even imagine having to wake up for that every day. No, but do you know, it would be extremely hard work. But I reckon there'd be a lot of people who who would be like that. I think there would be a lot of people in all situations who their whole thing is to just get through the day with no one noticing them. Mm. Um, because because there's a huge thing there of, uh, especially these days with younger people, like um, the bullying and the labelling and the cyber, all the cyber stuff and not living up to people on TikTok and whatever else is much worse than it was I think when we were kids like someone bu- yeah someone bullied you maybe like once today and then you never saw them again like it was yeah. you know what I mean it just yeah. wasn't the same in our time and, and we do we're different but you know you just you knew when not to go in the schoolyard to keep away from the bullies that's right you know and you knew you don't go down the back of the bus on the way home yeah but nowadays the kids have got that and then they've got the bullies you know searching them on 
posts, yeah. TikTok, Snapchat, whatever. So the bullying doesn't stop. That's and and so I think we didn't have that. That's right, we didn't. And so I think that a lot of those people would be like um, trying to not necessarily be invisible, but trying to be part of the crowd. Yeah. So. So not trying to be different, not trying to be themselves. They're trying to be like, I'm just going to be like everyone else. Brown. And, yep. Beige. I'm, I'm beige, beige so that I fit in and so that no one notices me because I, the, because they don't want to deal with all that, all the repercussions of the labeling and the perception and all those sorts of things. And that's, you know, that's, a, that's really sad. But I, now look, I'm not a young person and I'm not um, old. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm sort of in what between. I'm in between. I'm. You know what I'm I am. Julia. I'm Julia. Yeah, Julia. I'm but Julia. I'm not. Yeah. I'm Julia. <laughs> but I'm, I'm Julia. <laughs> but I suppose that I suppose what I mean is I don't necessarily have that experience. But I, at the same time, though, I can see it. I I can see it happening. Um, you hear about it all the time yeah. about these poor kids. Like oh, honestly, it would be horrendous. But I think that there's people, it's not just young people, I see people my age doing the same thing. Oh, yeah, of course. You, you know, you meet someone and you don't talk to them, you go straight to their Instagram page or look them up on Facebook. Facebook. Check through their photos. That's and, right, yeah. yeah. Who are they? What are what, they? What sort of person is this? And I'm judging that based on your photos yeah. or based on, oh. again, your outfit or based yeah. on the makeup you're wearing or and whatever. And we, we've discussed this before, yeah, everything on the socials is a lie. Oh. You know, it, Try and get to know someone on their socials. It's not who they are. That's that's exactly right. It's who they want us to see. That's right. And what? And then again, you get into the thing of why do they want people to see? Because they want people to. They either want people to label them a certain way or put them in in a certain box. Yeah. Or they want to avoid certain other labels or other boxes. And I think ultimately, again, it all comes down to why do we do it to ourselves and why do we do it to other people? Why Why don't we just ex- be? be and just be accepting of everyone. Like, I don't, you know, it, I've said this before and it's a bit of my mantra. As long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else, I couldn't care less. Do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't care less. I, I don't care who you want to be. I don't care what you want to do. I don't care what you want to wear. Like, just be, do whatever you want. I could not care less. I think we should, um, we should challenge people who are listening to this to go out today, tomorrow, the Wait next day, and walk up to someone safely. Yeah, 1.5 with your mask 1.5 on. 1.5 meters yes. with your mask on. That you ordinarily maybe wouldn't, wouldn't. because yeah. of the way that they look, because they dress differently to you, because they have bright pink hair, because they've got dreadlocks, because whatever. They've got yep. a leather motorbike jacket on. Go and yep. say hi. Just, I mean, not if they're like a drug dealer or yeah, like... like yeah, if, if they're like the drug dealers. <laughs> If they're loitering around like a park bench <laughs> with a with a satchel and you know they're yeah. wearing long socks with Air Jordans or something, probably stay away from them. But because they're probably a drug dealer. But See, you're judging. I am I am judging. But like you're when you're going about your business, like at the gym or supermarket or you're, shopping, you're or, at work or you're at a party or you're at whatever. That's right. Mm-hmm. You're in some sort of social engagement. Someone you wouldn't normally. Yeah. Engage with because of whatever reason. Yeah. Do it. Give it a crack. Give it a crack. Why not? Yeah. And if you don't like them, don't stay. Well, that's right too. If they're not your people, that's okay. then that's fine. But because you don't... Accepting everyone doesn't mean liking everyone. You just accept them and let them be who they want to be. But you can, sort of, you can say, that's right, you're not my people. Yeah. That's fine. But 
but that's okay. Yeah, I'll absolutely. move on to people who are my people. But we all just need to kind of be like accepting of the fact that not everyone's going to like us and we don't have to like everyone. Right. I'm okay that people don't like me either as long as they don't tell me about it. I don't need to know. No, that's, that's, no, no, no. That's a very good point, actually. Yeah. That's a very good point. You don't need to know. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. Yep, I, I completely agree. If you... I know plenty of people that didn't like me last night at about <laughs> 6 o'clock. <laughs> I'm yeah. not liking you today. But they my, said as much. They didn't keep it to them. My butt cheeks aren't liking you today. Oh, your butt cheeks aren't liking me today. <laughs> I, they didn't keep it to themselves, though. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I suppose that's a slight, That's a different kind of dislike. Slightly different yeah, dislike, true. yes. Yeah. But I agree. That's. I think that's a very good point, though. I'd like to reiterate that point. You don't have to like everyone. But keep your opinions to yourself because you know what? That person's allowed to be who they want to be just as you are allowed to be who you want to be. I love so it. So you don't have to like them. Just keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Just be nice. Be kind. Yeah. Just be kind. And in, it doesn't hurt. That's right. It doesn't cost you anything. In the Will Wheaton and only certain other nerdy people like myself label labeling ourselves there will know who that is. He's got a very famous phrase and it's just don't be a dick. Yeah. Who was that? Will, will Wheaton. Wheaton. No, his, I don't know who that it's is. It's from Star Trek Next Gen. Okay. But he, he says it a lot. He's like, just just don't be a dick to people. And yeah. that's exactly what we need. That should be the motto for just everyone that's gonna in That's going to be the title of this podcast. Yeah, just, just don't, don't be, be a, dick. a dick. I like it. Yeah. Well, I think that's probably end ending there. So do we have any other final thoughts before we check out for this week? I mean, it might open it up, open it up to another podcast. But the same thing goes for we were speaking about like the community of Facebook pages, community Facebook pages oh, yes. where where someone in a, innocently asks a question, question. or yeah. a recommendation and they're just bombarded by people who really just should have scrolled on. Yes, just again, just don't like, be a dick. Just don't be a dick. Yeah. Just move on. You don't have to make a comment. No. Do you know what I mean? If you can't help the person out. Shut up. And whatever, yeah, whatever happened to, like, cliches are cliches for a reason, right? Whatever happened to, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Exactly. Yeah. Just shut up and don't be a dick. So, there it is, peeps. (laughs) Shut up and don't be a dick. (laughs) That's our message. From us to you. (laughs) Shut up and don't be a dick. You're welcome. (laughs) Farewell. Bye, guys. Bye.